but it's okay. Or do I just say a podcast where we discuss video sure. games with no real authority and Let's express some unpopular opinions? Yes. Boom. And then I say, I am Boom. Jacob. It's done. And you are. This is going to be the best intro ever. Ever. All right. Welcome to Outrun the Bear, a podcast where we discuss video games with no real authority and express some unpopular opinions while trying to outrun our backlog of games. I'm Jacob. Hey. And you are. I'm Adam. How's it going, Jacob? Pretty good. How are you? Uh, I'm really good. I think it's um, I think it's interesting that it was almost a month ago now. I think where we recorded. Yeah, it's yeah. been about a month. It's yeah. been about a month. I'm really excited about this episode. I've been excited for this episode for a long time. Time. Yeah. Time. Uh, it's our list of something episode where we talk about games of the year that we played. Yeah. Uh, and other fun, fun things. I mean, that's what the podcast is all about, is fun stuff, I think, and lists of things. Yeah. So I think the list of some things is pretty great, though. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think I so. I feel like pre-naming the episode isn't something that we should do as a general rule, but I'm really good with this one. Because I feel like when I've listened to other podcasts, they kind of come up with a name because of some asinine saying that gets said like two-thirds of the way through the episode, and you're like, ah, that's where they got the, the name of the episode. Yeah, this is, I think yeah. this will work for us. This is going to be just fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every year. Uh, if our podcast lasts on that long, that's, yeah. that's right. I mean, it's a good point. Yeah, but yeah. Because originally, say I was an... thinking like, oh yeah, we could do this weekly. No, no, no. <laughs> not a chance. There's, there's no way. It's been a bit tough. I mean, we uh, holiday season. It's true. Uh, was yeah. a bit tougher to do. Um, but uh, you know, if we make this an annual thing, the list of something. Yes. I feel like, I feel like we'll make this podcast last. I agree. Yeah. All right. And also, as long as we can maintain our friendship. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, which yeah. is probably the tougher. It might be the, the toughest part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially uh, after this episode. Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's going to be some hard feelings. Uh-huh. Um, okay, I'm going to start off with some episode corrections from our last one. Did we make mistakes in the last? Oh, episode? we made so many mistakes. Oh god. Um, okay, I, I've I've got four that I'd like to I'd like to hit through. Let's hear it. Um, the first one uh, is they are not Zuzu Zelas, but they're Vuvu Zelas. The things uh, in the in the soccer tournaments and yeah whatnot. and then and we were i it was it was great mm-hmm. uh you were trying to think of the name and i right. said zuzu zelas and you you jumped right in and said that's it <laughs> that's that is definitely and that's the like, one yes i nailed it yeah also and then, did, look, did one of our listeners uh write in about this no oh this is literally just me oh. this is me listening to the podcast after we posted it and going that doesn't sound right right and then looked it up we were wrong <laughs> but we were so confident in it it felt really good it's so great um the second one this one is my favorite uh we talked about this one it's bloodborne mm-hmm. not bloodthorn you said bloodthorn so many times and i again because we're just such good friends i agreed with you right. i was like yeah that's the name of the game yep bloodthorn uh-huh. uh no no it's bloodborne and what's great about this is when i corrected adam he's like oh i you know what i was thinking of that other game called bloodthorn you know uh the one that just came out and i was like you mean uh bloodstained bloodstained the ritual of the night and you were like yeah that's the one not bloodthorn no no so he 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 named it another game the wrong name so by the way for for the record for the record because i went and looked it up later that day there is a game called bloodthorn it's it's not it's 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 not one that it's not a game i'm I'm actively looking at playing but (laughs) it might be great i don't know 
the amount of research just to just to come back to was there enough was to a say game. oh there is a game were you aware of bloodthorn as a game i think i previously also stated if there wasn't i would just make one that is true yeah yeah we did agree to that all right um the other one that i uh this is my mistake uh genuinely not generally mm-hmm. i swap those words out all the time uh and it and I, I couldn't tell you which ones I felt generally about or felt genuinely about. Uh, I'd have to go back and, and kind of rethink it. But well, yeah, if anybody needs like clarity for any of the statements in episode one, we'll yeah. provide that service. This one time only, though. One time only. One time only. One time only. Because okay. I'm going to correct myself. I'm going to make sure I'm paying attention to my genuinelys and generalies. I'll try to listen for that today. No promises, though. Okay. All right. Uh, we probably just agree with each other. I mean, <laughs> whatever we say. Because I mean, we're just hey, yeah, that sounds really friends. Good. You, I, well, also... Uh, I generally think that you're genuinely interested in the podcast. So. <laughs> uh, the last correction I'll make is, and this might not be 100%, but it sounds like I said uh, EI subscription. So mm-hmm. I'm not talking about employment insurance. Employment I was talking about the EA origin subscription to games, right. electronic arts, yes. not employment insurance. Um, I think most people would have just figured it out. I think so. But I just want to, you know, I don't want people looking up like, what? There's like an EI. I pay into it. I I can like get some games out of it. I mean, when you text people and you like use like quotes or like a bracket of some sort and you forget to put the closing bracket on, do you send a later text with the closing bracket? Yes. Yeah. So I do too. And I feel like that's what corrections are. There you go. There you go. That, that, was, that was the last episode corrections. There are probably a hundred more mistakes, but those are the four yes. that I found that were, uh, that I, yeah, I could correct. Yeah. Every, our, our opinions, they might be wrong. I uh, won't be correcting those. <laughs> I just, uh, we're going to leave them as is. Wrong. All right. No. I mean, they might change. Oh, definitely. They'll change. Yeah. They change from week to week, but uh, we're not going to get into that. It will just that's a podcast on its own as told totally well thanks opinions. for running us through the corrections because i i again feel like the bracket closing is important mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh given that it's uh january 2nd when we're recording this is this a uh uh maybe we should talk a little bit over what we've been up to for the last month since our first recording which would be mostly yeah. the holiday break i guess yeah definitely uh why don't you kick us off sure yeah so i um didn't get nearly as much gaming time as i in as i thought i would i thought this is great i'm just going to sit back and relax and i've you know i've got a family and the trying to maybe sit down and find a corner and actually play games like during daylight hours which is unknown to me generally uh that didn't happen or change uh no it didn't change aside from a little bit of gaming with uh with one of them but uh what i did find is uh one of the kids uh took a real interest in uh playing fire emblem and then uh, playing a few of the other games. And we also played, I'll talk a, talk a little bit about it in a minute, but the Untitled Goose game. And uh, so I started showing some other ones. Why, I don't know. I'm like, hey, look at this game. And you know what I found as I went through every game on the Switch at the time? I found, oh, you got to see this game. This game is so good. It's, the soundtrack is amazing. And then I go to the next game and I'd be like, oh, this game, I haven't played a lot of it, but the soundtrack is amazing. <laughs> And it was a consistent, like, five games in a row where, like, the soundtrack is amazing. I can actually, now that I think back about all your recommendations for, like, the last several months. Your soundtrack just like, Jacob, you have to get this game. The soundtrack is amazing. Your <laughs> voice is now running in my head about every game that you've been telling me to get in the last couple so of months. So I think this is the thing. This is a... Uh, that's a selling point for that's you. That's a selling point for me. And I, soundtrack. and I didn't realize it until now. Well, that's... I realized it before I said it right now, but only recently. <laughs> I think I think we get I think we get what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's great. Your kids are stealing your consoles. 
I think it's okay. I'm I'm a promoter of it. I feel like the the stealing is okay. Just kind of limited the time of it. Fair enough. I mean, family's important. How about it's you? great that you can play uh, those games with your kids. Um, I, I I didn't get a lot of gaming uh, during the day. Uh, it was all nighttime playing. Uh, it was a, actually a pretty consistent um, uh, ritual. Everyone would go to sleep, and then I would stay up until past midnight playing uh, Batman the Telltale series. That's right. what I picked up um, recently on a sale. And I... You know what? Uh, I'd love to talk more about this game. I won't get into it too much, but uh, excellent. Highly recommend it. How's the soundtrack? <laughs> um, not noticeable. Pretty, pretty. Uh, I would say pretty standard kind of like... Um, I got the uh, Christopher Nolan kind of soundtrack kind of vibe, right, that vibe very yeah. kind of background it wasn't like in your face sure. but just that kind of dark batman kind of feel it was really good but the story is honestly um not what i expected um not a kind of typical batman they were kind of uh very gritty very violent oh. uh not for kids got it definitely not for kids there's death in that um very gruesome um and and tough they make you do tough choices uh throughout the game and it's really good and I had given up on Telltale a long time ago. Not really given up, but I had done a bunch of Telltale games and I was kind of tired of the mechanics the after format. a while. So I kind of like, right. and so a bunch of them have been on my list to like go and try them out. Uh, finally picked up this one and I'm so glad I did because it's not the standard thing. Um, like the, the, the point and click adventure games that I played at the Telltale type. Um, yeah. And so I finished it. Uh, the first one, the first season, and I started the second season, Enemy Within, and it's still, it's like, uh, it's really good. Very cool. Um, played some more Jedi, uh, Fallen Order. Yep. Um, I had put it on hold for a long time, uh, but I picked it up again, uh, put uh, another, you know, five, six hours into it, and it's uh, getting better and better. Got a double-bladed li- bladed lightsaber. Sweet. Feeling really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. And exploration in that game, I really like it. It yeah. is a very like Tomb Raider esque exploration kind of game, um, and it's great just to go back to a different planet and just kind of realize, oh, I've got all these new powers. I can now like explore. It feels really good. The fighting, I'm still pretty terrible at it. Sure. There was one fight uh, against a pretty significant boss. Um, I must have done it 10, 12 times before I got through it. It just uh, my frustration comes out, and I and I end up just like getting hit a couple times and i just start mashing buttons to try to like get through it and you 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 cannot do that it's very hollow knight-esque in that way and like you you know if you get trapped in a in a bad place you really have to work to get yourself out of it again and start kind of methodically kind of learning the attacks and everything um you know it's funny i was watching um some youtube footage of a somebody posted a clip of a sekiro dice twice a Shadow's oh, yeah. Die twice. Yeah, uh, it's like a it's like a Souls type game, but it's got a. As we name another game, I name another game wrong. No, just no I, I wrote this one down correctly <laughs> this time because I wasn't sure if I would get the name right. But um, uh, it looked really appealing, and I watched a video of a guy kill a boss just by parrying, um, oh, yeah. correctly. Yeah, um, and basically kind of almost like judo, I guess, where you're like kind of using the force against the 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 attacker. But the I thought, wow, like these games seem cool because you can you can really take a stance of just learning how to time your parries and things correctly and then you can kind of live forever and then just then actually figure out the fight so yeah. it's almost like concentrate first on uh like that aspect of souls i think is an important thing that being said i'm a neophyte to all these so i have no idea i the whole concept is very appealing so i 
I'll get to it later, but I might, might yeah, see if it's, we can, we can it, find a way into that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, again, I've never played any of the other games, uh, but this is not very forgiving either uh, in terms of like you can't, you know, smash the parry button to try to get it right it's it's very like if you it's, mess it up it's the you've timing. messed up you're done. you can't yeah, yeah. you're done so it, i'm not very good at it but anyways and you know what i'm not good at either and i suspect uh, there's a there's a comic i can't remember it's uh xkcd said it mm-hmm. um i think they had it it's like you have done the same pattern for like a 20 minute boss battle and you've got it down and you're going to kill the boss but then the boss is almost dead so you kind of go for it like you just start oh, yeah, like a little yeah, yeah. mashy at the end and then just lose it because you oh yeah you took a chance and no, it was that's... the wrong thing to do you should have just stuck with what you knew 100 percent me yeah 100 percent me too uh, just like at the end you're just like Argh! and you're like oh why did i do that why? i just like screwed the whole just, thing up yeah i could have exactly. just yeah. been patient mm-hmm. and that and that's what ended up getting me through that boss was i just i found a way there was a specific move where I just waited for that move because I knew I could like get around it and just yeah. and that's and I was just patient and I just got through it. Well, I'm it a little was, envious. I'm glad you got more time into yeah, it. So I it's think good. Uh, I, it's definitely a game I want to check out. I don't know if I want to do it before um, some of the other Souls games first, yeah. but uh, I, I recognizing that this one might be a lighter version. Um, I don't know that that's true. I haven't heard the difficulty scaling across the board, but I've heard um maybe it's not as quite as punishing as the other ones you know what's different about it is mm-hmm. that they give um i don't think the souls have difficulty ratings do they uh i don't know i don't think they do uh, maybe they do i don't i everybody talks about difficulty sure. um, levels and they always come back to kind of the souls games like, like souls bloodborne games and stuff and they level. or sekiro um yeah. and they they you know everybody's like oh they should have an easy mode well, sekiro is like like basically people but, are like why did they make this game this hard yeah jedi jedi has a, what's called a story mode so if you're just not good at fighting which i'm so glad that they do that because you can experience the story and yeah. the exploration and all that stuff which i think on its own yeah. makes it a great game you're right um the lightsaber fights are good um, they're tough, and yeah. I'm I'm just playing it on the normal. I gotta say, and it's uh, it's I think it's on my list of a game that I really liked playing this year is Uncharted Four. The uh, um, where Uncharted Four did well was the story. I got a little bit like about two thirds through the game. I was kind of done with some of the gameplay. Like it's fun, but at some points you're just kind of like camping out and sniping people, and yeah. it's like okay i could just move the story along like i'm not gaining a lot of like skill or enjoyment out of like continually sniping the same type of people anyway it's just it's a small critique of the game because the game's great but the um it's anyways it's uh i i think we could probably do a whole topic of around game difficulties and how oh, definitely i think it's the more accessible it's, it's yeah. a i mean i think it's a conversation everybody has these arguments about it but i okay. like the yeah can i anyways. inject though like real talk pokemon what's our oh. stats um are we, still, are we still in are we still playing i'm i've i've parked it temporarily okay i'm about 95 hours in uh i did a bunch of trading over the holidays and then i i, I actually parked it i was like you know what why am i doing this because i was literally at that point um doing surprise trading and just sitting there surprise trading pokemon until i got something that i wanted and right. like um, and surprise return- tradings where you you post something online you like offer a card and you'll just get a random one back. Yeah, exactly. It's just like you just hope that someone's going to give you something good. Sure. Um, and while people do, uh, the return rate is pretty low considering how many I traded. I traded right. many. Um, I, it did work for me. I think, I think I'm sitting at about 388 Pokemon now okay. out of 400. So I'm about, pretty close. About 388? Yeah, I think so. So 450 is total, right? 400. 400. No, oh, no I'm almost oh, wow. Down. You're super close. I'm very close to okay. being finished. I'm, 388 might be higher than I 
I don't I don't remember. It's in the three eighties. Um, but I do have a friend who has sword. Um, I've given him the list yeah. of what I want. Yeah. Um, just base uh, Pokemon so that I'll, I'll evolve them in my game. Um, and he said he's working on it and he's gonna trade some of those for me. Very so cool. I just sign it off. I'm just I parked it. I'm waiting for that event to happen just yeah. so I can sign off on it. Um, but yes, I, was I moved on with, so I could play Batman. This is good. It's I'm very proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I was talking with a friend of mine over the holiday. Uh, he's, his son got um, sword and uh, came to him uh, maybe a week after Christmas. Like, I'm done the game. And he's like, well, how many Pokemon do you have? And I can't remember what the answer was, but it was not 400. But, yeah, It was under 100, I'd imagine. <laughs> he's like, well, son, you're not done the game. <laughs> and of course, yeah. as you and I both have talked about, there's so much more to it. Well, that's very cool. I, I got like this a chance friend of yours. To, uh, to play. I played Untitled Goose Game. I finished that one over the over the break it's not a very long game i really want that game and i say i finished it i finished the story like the credits rolled um and we did all the things that like there was nothing missing to make the credits roll yeah Uh, but then they add uh, a bunch of stuff afterwards actually which i thought was great for extending it so without getting into i don't think there's any spoilers in this game necessarily but like um essentially they take some of the mechanics and they kind of revisit them in a more expanded way Mm um so and and then there's a whole page of like uh um speed running I will say overall the game uh, we can talk about it some other time maybe after you've played it but the uh it's a real joy it's just and i would yeah. say it's it's an excellent social game to play i played it with my kid and the the laughs that were had it was just it was a riot and really enjoyed it and it's a little bit it's a little bit you're like the sadistic goose it's it's I, pretty great I, I you know what i just realized as you're talking about it it's not on my it's not on my list well, i don't even be. have it in my it should be <clears throat> no i we've talked about it many times and i was yeah. like yeah i'm gonna get this game um, and realizing now, after, copies apparently, yeah, which is for like a little indie studio, it's pretty great. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I literally, I think after this episode, I'm just gonna pick it up and we're yeah. just gonna carry. And I think and I it was like through switch. like Slack chat or something. Like, hey, they were joking around. I can't remember what the origins of the game are. We should look it up when we went actually mean to talk about this game. But like, it's it's pretty neat. Like how they actually just like, yeah, we should make this game. Oh, we should make about a goose or like it was yeah, something yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It basically turned into what it is. Uh, looks great. Yeah, and it's got everybody says it's, it's super fun. So yeah, well that's they great are correct. Finish that. That's awesome. Cool. All well, right. Well, I think it's time to get into our year-end wrap-up. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. So it's kind of the first time I've done this. So I'm kind of excited to talk. No, this through. is like I'm very excited it's a to talk about. Yeah. I, I, when I was writing the notes for this, uh, for my own pieces, uh, I was realizing, oh man, I got to make decisions. And like when we expanded it to other things of like that we played, and I'm like, oh man, this is so great. I'm so excited to talk about these games. Yeah. So. Um, so we want to talk about a few things, right? So yeah, so we're going to talk about kind of our 2019 in review between yep. Adam and I, kind of what games we played, how much we played, completed, that kind of thing. Um, we're then going to talk about, um, we've got some categories uh, of best of. Yeah, just picked a few, I think, that yeah. maybe seemed interesting. Uh, of the year that we played. Um, then we're going to talk a little bit about the last decade um, of games. Yeah. Uh, just some games on To close the, on out our... with a decade, kind mm-hmm. of. I was thinking about it a little bit, like my gosh like like where were you and what were you doing in 2010 and what games were you playing like i remember literally buying a a, a rig so i could play starcraft too like it was a it was a it was a thing that actually made me upgrade my pc it's it's actually really hard for me to think back then uh, about what rig i had um i whatever i had at the beginning of 2010 was cause, garbage because i got starcraft 2 <laughs> uh when it was released in 2010 as well oh you know what i was actually still in uh in uh, using max at that point so i actually didn't have it. my pc was ancient that's why i had to buy a 
buy one oh, to play, play StarCraft too. Although I think that was Mac based, but I'm like, no, 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 I need a PC to play this. When we, when I reviewed the last decade too, like uh, when we started creating our list of games we've played um, every year, I mean, definitely uh, from 2017 onwards, it's way more detailed uh, in terms of games and, and right. what we're doing. Uh, so I've tried to fill in, I could only fill in up to 2012, I think. Yeah, you did uh, a better job than even, I did. I'm, I know I missed some of them in the early years. But even then, but... it's just like based on some little bit of data that I do have, yeah, there's lots also, of other things that I can I also share that World of Warcraft like took up that lion's share of my time through 2004 through how do you how do you roll your eyes on a podcast uh yeah <laughs> okay so we're gonna talk about the last okay, anyways decade. that's the last decade we could talk about that when we get to that subject we will um and then we're gonna close it off uh with our goals for 2020 sounds um, good we've the got some backlog it's the theme of the podcast, and we've got some games in there that we want to talk about, kind of our yeah. priorities. I have some. I literally have some time structures for some some games. Oh wow! Yeah, cool. I do not have time structures, but I definitely have some top fives that yeah. uh, I, I have. Really like want to get a, to. literally an order of operations that I have to follow in order to be successful this year. I'll, I'll get to it. I love it. I love it. Okay, let's dive in. We're gonna dive into okay. uh, some gaming data. I'm gonna let. Uh, I'm gonna pass to you. Let's talk about. Uh, Sure. What yeah. So I'll, I'll just quickly maybe rattle off a little bit of the list here. I already talked about Untitled Goose Game, Luigi's Mansion Three. I talked about. Uh, played the new Zelda. Um, got a chance to play Detroit Become Human. Uh, Wolfenstein. You and I played uh, Wolf Two and Young Blood together. Um, we'll talk about. We can talk about that maybe. Uh, Super Mario Maker Two, which I think I did all on my own. I don't know anybody else who's playing it. Love that game. It was really good. Have completely parked it for the last number of months. Uh, Shakedown Hawaii, Uncharted Four. Firewatch, Unraveled 2, you and I together again. Spider-Man, Golf Peaks, which uh, which I thought was, a, I think that was an iOS game. Uh, Inside, A Way Out, Borderlands 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Donut County. Donut County, I was actually going to see if I could squeak one in at the beginning of the year just to say, did you did you complete any games yet, Jacob? But I couldn't be bothered. I didn't have the time. But it comes out. So, um, so yeah, we have an Excel sheet where we started to track some of the stuff just to... I historically haven't really paid a ton of attention to like release dates and whatnot. And I still don't for release dates unless it's like a key game, but more so like, oh, that game looks interesting. I'll just kind of put it on the list of something I want to keep an eye out for. And of course, you and I are somewhat thrifty in the sense that while some of these games we want at launch, most of them are good to wait till they go on some reasonable sale, yeah, whether exactly. whatever platform they're on. So I I found myself. Uh, so these are only the, this doesn't include any games that are like an unlimited amount of time games like I know remember we're like halfway through the year we tried Civ 6 for a little bit um, yeah. wouldn't actually mind trying to get back to that I just it wasn't the timing didn't work out for me but or games like that or I played Fortnite with uh, one of my kids um, the I probably poured I think I think if my stats are right I think I poured 90 hours into Fortnite this year yeah. which is seems crazy um, more so than I think any other game I've played um, I'm very terrible at it, but I, you know, it's the time I get to spend think, with the kid to play. Well, it's I think that's the big thing, right? It is the like, big thing. If yeah. I had a, you know, my daughter's not old enough to kind of do that, but yeah. um, you know, It'll if come. you had that connection, it uh, it's easier to do it when you oh, have 100%. someone else to join in, and you know, because yeah. like I'm, I mean, we both have families, and like when we're yeah. doing any of these gaming, generally we're not doing this during the day. It's no, like it's post bedtime. It's we've got a couple hours evening gaming. Yeah. Oh, but this night, you know, oh, it's it's wife time because yeah. you know we haven't connected sure there are no games tonight or whatever like yeah yeah so it's a very so of course like i know i, I, can I started see doing that the happening. math for, i was telling you what i need timing for to like make 2020 successful i'm like how many hours per day do i have to play <laughs> fire emblem to get this thing finished um oh my gosh so so yeah that's what i went through so that's 
18 games in total that I completed, not necessarily played, because there's a few more on top of that that I've played. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've put a ton of time into Fire Emblem, I've, uh, which isn't on this list, and I've put a bunch of time into Persona 5 uh, this year as well. Um, although I think I'm only sitting at 25 hours or so, which is uh, recognizes maybe a third of the game for me. Um, uh, about 300 hours on the completed games, not including the un- unlimited ones. Uh, mostly Switch, uh, some PC, PS4, um, and then one iPhone game, which I think is just the Donut County. Although, I think I played Golf Peaks on it too, so maybe two iPhone games. Um, but yeah, that's my list. How about you? How'd you do? Oh my goodness. Um, I'm concerned about going through my list. So I completed 48 games this year. <laughs> Your list to rattle off is a little longer. Uh, yeah. Um, and I and I squeezed Batman the Telltale series in, in like like final day of and December. I see Halo Reach on here. Did you go through the entire thing? Yeah. Because yeah, we yeah. Uh, we tried it together, and I got shades of um, what was the game I didn't like with Borderlands uh, Two. Borderlands Two. Uh, mostly because it, it wasn't wasn't the way I wanted to play it. Um. I, I just it was just run around and shoot things which with like no real buttons of skill it seemed to me when we played it and I felt Halo Reach was shades of that I'm not knocking I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to sully anything and nor am I saying any negative this comments is just about my Halo. yoga breathing just to <laughs> you're, keep, I know, you're ta- yeah you know but, but the it's fine it's fine it's not for everybody you don't have to like every game that I like we, we did try a couple levels together and I was quick to say I think I think this isn't for me, which is unfortunate because I really enjoy playing this. I was going to play it solo, anyways. I know. We, we, we would have completed co op. I would have just played it, it solo. Anyways, great. yeah, no, I did finish Halo Reach. Nice. I got through it because I just, I really like that game. And uh, I've heard that they're coming up with the next oh, one. You've got Return of the Oberdin on here as well, which oh, is a my game I goodness. should have on my list for next year. Return of the Oberdin. Yeah. Uh, a plug for that game. So great. Uh, I did Luigi's Mansion 3. Persona 5 was a big game for me this year. Uh, it took me many hours, but I completed that. Nights and bikes. What is Persona 5's total hours? Like 100 hours? 128. 128 I put into yeah. it. Um, you can probably do it in about 90. I think so. Uh, yeah. If you're not quite as uh, detailed or sure. jumping around um, sure. as I did. But yeah, yeah, about you could do, do about 90. Curiously, uh, <laughs> getting into like the fine details in each of these because we won't have the time for it, I don't think. But yeah. um, Persona 5, are you measuring your time played based on your save file yeah. in, in the game? Okay. It, it, I, I spent more time. I would imagine you did. Because yeah. I had to jump back. And reload and, and whatnot, yeah. I mean, it, it probably isn't too much more. Sure. Over 130 Another hours. hours. But I, yeah, it's it's based on my save game. So 128. Got um, it. And probably, yeah. Um, I don't know if it counts. How Sony doesn't have a time in-game thing is... You know, I'm playing Jedi and I'm so just like, how is it still not? And Carrie, Carrie even was like, it's like, it doesn't track your time? And I'm like, no, yeah. it doesn't. Because I don't know. Sony weird anyways like are they nintendo like nintendo's the one who gets the you know everything wrong about yeah. online and tracking and, and all this they stuff have that. somehow they have this to be fair they still have a ways to go but oh definitely yeah, yeah. but like anyways weird that's fine uh this will take me forever if i go through this, yeah, this yeah. slow but anyways knights and bikes uh was a fun little co-op game uh short but very good links awakening um my brother rabbit not worth talking about uh Life is Strange, finally got around to playing that. Tardy, a little adventure game. Uh, some of these are, um, you know, some of these are some little, uh, you know, couple hour adventure couple games hour I played, games, like yeah. Quarantine Circular. Um, Gree um, was great. Uh, Captain Toad, I did the DLC this year. Uh, Wolfenstein, we played together. Uh, Young Blood and Two. Uh, I did Golf Peaks. Um, Human Fall Flat, I played uh, with a friend. Um, Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom, that was a great Switch game. Uh, recommend it. It was a good little platformer. Night Trap, a classic 90s um, yeah. 
uh what do you call that uh game it's with actual real video it's got like the quick timey kind of like but super great. it's it's, like, it's literally just like videos and you swap between the videos because there's different cameras around the right. um, house and you have to track the different stories that are going on and kind of sure uh, do much it's it's actually very fun. i remember it when it came out but i i have limited experience with it but it, it has a me, big yeah. story around nintendo nintendo saying it will never be on their console this whole thing and it kind of there you go and they got it on the switch as a remake and anyways it's it's a fun it's a fun game uh shakedown hawaii um the witness undertale anthem shakedown hawaii i i just because i don't know if we'll come back to it at some point it, it's a fun game it's a uh, classic Grand i, I just Auto wanted to make mention game. of it is that it's literally what pushed me over the edge on buying a nintendo switch so when the nintendo switch and you and i, I talked about this forget about that that's yeah. what so so we watched a preview video for all the games that were going to come out and there was like an indie trailer for the first batch of games that would come out yeah um and this is yeah it was two and a half years ago something like something like that or actually it was almost three years ago i guess when we saw the video and uh uh, because it would have been january it was early 2017 yeah yeah so yeah so yeah yeah and then and then uh and of course they had breath of the wild which is a huge system seller and i was like okay yeah that looks really good but like what else am i just gonna play breath of the wild on it yeah and i'm like adam and then i used to call this the zelda machine at the zelda machine yeah for i mean i take that all back at this point but the (laughs) the uh and i'm so glad that it is what it is this was the game that pushed me over to go that game looks aces i want to play it uh i'm in and so i got it and this game, I subscribed to the like the <laughs> newsletter for it. It's actually made locally in Vancouver. Um, it's by like it's a one like I think he's got some help with it, but it's like one dude who made it, and uh, and it's such a great game. But the uh, but the amount of time it took to finally come out on this. <laughs> it's just funny to think that you like Breath of the Wild and Shakedown Hawaii, and yeah. there was a two and a half year gap at least <laughs> between right. those two games. Exactly yeah. for you to get to it. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah sorry um, carry on no that's okay yeah. um some of them actually this around this period that i'm going through i had uh the ea origin subscription so i was playing a bunch of pc games right, to get through that, that subscription yeah we played a few um, together i got it for anthem which yeah. i only put it about 20 hours worth of in anthem but i was like that's that's it because nobody else was going to play with me so right. i was like done with anthem so i just tried to capitalize on the the month i had left of the subscription so like unravel 2 um uh, oh man, the uh, Tacoma was great. Uh, the Invisible Hours, Virginia. These were like little, um, almost interactive stories. So good. Uh, Mafia Two got around to playing that. I played the. I really liked the original one from way back when. Yep. Um, Old Man's Journey. Just a. It's actually a. I think it's an iOS Android game as well, but on the Switch. Um, Bastion finally got around to that. That's an old game. Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, a very old adventure yes. game. Finally got around to playing that. And you played Day of the Tentacle this year. Day right? of the That's Tentacle. on my list as well. Yeah. That's a game to play. It's I have a classic. On, uh, I never PS played Plus. the original. Right. So um, I was waiting to play the. I think remake. is it voice acted? Yeah. 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 So that's that's appealing to me. Yeah, it's really good. Um, a Way Out, we played that one together. That was good. Yep. Uh, fun little co op game. Uh, Shiva, another adventure game. What Remains of Edith Finch. I just realized I didn't put this on any of the categories this year highly recommend this game it is an interactive story it is so good it really makes this different gameplay into it to kind of like make you feel like you're part of the story oh man it is so good uh highly recommend that one it's not very long i think it's only about five hours yeah what remains of edith finch um if you get a chance to play it um it was free on epic at one point cool um it's very good limbo uh and inside those were i played those too um made by the same people 
great games. Uh, I played Mirror's Edge and Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Always wanted to play them. Again, this was through the subscription, so I got through. Uh, Mirror's Edge was kind of, it was okay. Mirror's Edge Catalyst was actually much better. It was really good too. I liked that. Borderlands 2, we talked about. Last of Us, which is a pretty big, significant PS4 game. Played that earlier in the year. The expansion, Frozen Wilds of Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, and Snipperclips. Um, so some significant ones at the beginning of the year uh, on PS4, which is, I mean, I had started God of War the year before, uh, finally finished it in January of this year, and then, or well, I guess last year, sure. based on when we're recording. Um, and then, yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, I bought the expansion and finished that as well. And then Last of Us, those are kind of at the early. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say, I, I, did, I did Red Dead Redemption. Oh, the original. The original. Yeah. Uh, which honestly was a disappointment. Oh, I'm going to say that in a whisper because nobody will have heard it and uh, can't get mad at me. Yeah, that's Anyways. right. Yeah, that's a, actually that's the general rule for whispering. Yeah, um, I forgot about Inside, uh, and uh, I haven't got to Limbo, uh, which is uh, sort of the order. I guess they're out of order. I don't think they're related to each other. They're not at all. Yeah. Limbo was the first one. Inside is a, is a better version of it. Fortunately, somebody else mentioned this. I was listening to a podcast earlier this morning, and somebody mentioned Limbo and then said a thing about it. And I'm like, oh, I need to stop listening to things about oh. games sometimes I because I, I don't want to hear what's going to happen. It At actually was time, creepier to me. Limbo was creepier was to it? me. Yeah, yeah, it actually, I had a harder time. There's a spider in it. I mean, it's pretty early on, and that really creeped me out. Right. I remember um, the Hollow Knight. But the there was, oh, there's that creepy yeah. part in Inside, too. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, it's, it's still good. It's, it's like totally worth it yeah. to play. It's very short. It's the same as Inside. They're uh, both great. They're both uh, or, or rather, Inside's great, and I assume Limbo's great. Based had on a here. really good year this year. Well, this um, is what we were just talking about before we started recording. Games. We're like, we got to start recording. Is that I, okay? So you've got a longer list, and you might be able to be a little nitpicky and maybe stack rank these a little differently. But I mean, essentially, I have the the advantage based on my ability to play games of I only play great games. So like yeah. picking picking like a disappointment. I think we talked about this a little bit. Is like it's difficult because you there I, I have a reason for my pick and it'll be controversial potentially but the <laughs> uh <laughs> as everything i say is but the yep. but the uh the general the gist of it is is that they're all great and i get to choose basically top tier indie and or um triple a type games to play because that's what i have time to play right and i think the only challenge i have is is knowing when to check something out for a couple hours and go that's for me i'll stick with it or just calling it and just not playing it anymore i think i'm not great at that and i feel committed every time i start opening a game some guilt the the commitment thing uh someone so a friend of ours commented on this whole thing about like i don't understand your your whole backlog system because like just just play the game that you want to play right and i i am sure but i just have there's too many that yeah. i want to play but but, do you but i get also to the point where like you're playing it and then go you're maybe seven or ten hours in now so you've got relative commitment you recognize the games let's say 30 hours in this instance and you're like well i got this far i i now need to finish it um you got to that in any of these where i like wasn't super keen on it but i was like i'm gonna finish it yeah anyways uh i don't i don't think so I don't think so. So, so you know, we were talking about this, and 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 it, it's fine. I've been criticized for this, and this is kind of the comment was like, "Well, just move on." And what we don't talk about is that I've got about um, twelve games, I think twelve games that are just sitting parked. 
Right. Because I started them and it wasn't that I didn't like them. I just never finished them because I moved on. I put in whatever hours I deemed that I needed to, like Steamworld Heist. Um, I really like Steamworld Dig and Dig, uh, Dig 2. Uh, Steamworld Heist, I didn't really get into the mechanics. I don't put an hour or so into it, even though I paid for it. Right. I was just like, I don't want to spend more time on it because I just don't think I really like it. But at the same time, like I'm not getting the same enjoyment. So I parked it. Sure. I feel like this is about Bayonetta. So I bought the Bayonetta 2, which came with Bayonetta 1. I'm like, well, I'll play Bayonetta 1 first and then I'll play 2. I got, I'm literally like two chapters away from completing the game. Mm-hmm. But it's gotten, uh, and it's very, it's a very difficult game for me because it's not the kind of game I normally play to go yeah. back to because a lot of combos and whatnot. Um, so I, I have tried to pick it up again, and I'm, it's just it's almost defeating me just trying to figure out how to press the buttons again. And of course, I'm at a level where you need to be a little more precise. Right. So I should have never really put it down. Um, but at this point, I don't know if I'll ever go back to it because while I want to finish it, I. I don't even feel inspired to play two. I should probably put it in the, the switch at some point and check it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's a threshold where I just wonder at some point whether I need to call my my backlog. And I recognize this whole podcast is about our backlog, but <laughs> at some point I might need to call some of it to just keep my own sanity and focus on the time that I have to the games that I can play. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I actually have some that I put significant hours into. Wasteland 2. I have about 50 hours into that game Um, and I'm not, uh, I I, I still have quite a lot left and I enjoyed the game, but, uh, but I got to a point where it was eating about a lot of my time and I found other games to play. So I definitely park stuff um, and just, and and have moved on. Um, I I will say it doesn't happen as often, I'd say, um, as maybe other people do. But I I don't really have any regrets this year. I definitely have some disappointments. Some disappointments were based on just other people playing and I wanted to play along. And right. I still enjoyed it. It wasn't great. And and the one that we're talking about, because we both have the same opinion, was Borderlands 2. Right. We, it just didn't jive with us. No. I still enjoyed my time playing with, you know, uh, oh, two other, it was as four a, of as us a, playing. As a social thing, it's great. It was I, great. I have no problem with but that. It was just itself, the actual gameplay itself. I wasn't as super four, thrilled about. We didn't yeah. get really into the story because we were just, it was too many people. It yeah. didn't, we didn't really like a jive in terms of our gameplay, I think. Yeah. Um, and it yeah, didn't really speak to us. But I still, I still enjoyed it. I don't regret playing it. Like I, you know, there's no game where I'd be like, wow, I should not have poured Here, that many hours. Here's a perfect it. example of this and a game that's not on neither of our either of our lists. Um and uh Sea of Thieves where I feel like we've put enough hours into that that it could be easily put on these lists because you well, you can't complete it. Is it on your list? It's it's not it's not actually on this list. We're going to talk about it. But we are going to talk okay, about it. Okay, very good. Let's let's park it. Why don't we take a quick break? I think I think this is a good break. I think this is a good summary of our 2019. It, it kind of is. Um, there's lots to talk about. There's lots of games. Um, and but we next are going to talk about uh, the best of. Good job. Can we can we put it like a high five? Like not like a real one, but like a like a sound clip in here. Yeah, and then we'll transition into whatever what a great 2019, Adam. What a great. <laughs> Perfect. All right. <laughs> See you in a bit. Right? What a great break. I know. It was a good break. We yeah. talked a lot about Star Wars in our break. Oh, we did. Uh, our first annual games list of something. Yeah, this is going to be the list of something. This is the uh, We've come up with some categories. Um, best music, best story, best no-ending game, which is essentially 
mostly like online multiplayer game yeah style stuff uh best looking um most disappointing and then the best game hard a hard list to put together. it was a hard list to put yeah. together now uh this is a little different take it is than most people because mm-hmm. most people think of game of the year and all these categories of games that were released in 2019 right that's um, not what we're doing that is not what we're doing now some of these games will have released in 2019 but yes. some of them uh are older games because yeah. we just don't get around to playing them so this is literally a list based on the games that we played uh completed sorry uh or significantly played i should say uh in 2019 so regardless of the release date right um so uh before you get on the soapbox and get angry for listing angry on us for listing you know skyrim you know as game of the year it's the skyrim edition that's in alexa though that's the one yeah, I like yeah. It. yeah that was released Actually, i was still released that was like two in 2017 yeah, yeah 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 so no still didn't work <clears throat> uh <laughs> skyrim could could be on this list you never know it could be could be yeah um you'll have to wait and see uh yes <laughs> but anyways uh let's get started and we're gonna start with a uh, game with the best music yeah this is a tough one for me i went i spent uh a considerable amount of time thinking about this and i i'm looking at your pick and i'm looking at my pick and i don't dis- disagree with either one of them um I think what I found was that there were, and I teased at the beginning of this, um, I, there's so many games with a good soundtrack that I really, I'm drawn to because of it. So, Well, when I, you only play games with good soundtracks, it's really hard to pick. It's hard to pick. Yeah. So a little one, like uh, My Best Friend Pedro, mm-hmm. uh, which is a little game where you're a dude with a banana friend where you shoot things. It's got this craziest, like, electronic sort of industrial soundtrack and right out of the get-go i'm like holy smokes this soundtrack's amazing and then you go into you play a game like celeste celeste almost almost knocked out red dead for me celeste i went on youtube to try and show i think it was you like you gotta listen to this music it's so good (laughs) does that sound like me probably Uh, i the barrage of celeste related messages uh over a couple weeks which is hilarious because i went and looked at my time played for celeste and and you played played like three or four hours yeah oh my gosh i've barely even touched this game but (laughs) it's 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 the layering of the music that doesn't translate as well when you're trying to go to youtube and play a song Mm -hmm. off the soundtrack and I know that the composer for the music in Celeste has won some awards, but her music layers as you go on and as things get more frantic. And it's a phenomenal experience. I can literally hear it in the back of my head. And it's all very like synth poppy, not synth pops, the probably a terrible way to describe it, but it's very electric, electronic and, and, and it has a real soul to it. It's it's phenomenal. Can I? But that's not my pick. Yeah, I was just gonna say <laughs> we're spending a lot of time on a on a game you didn't even pick for best music. Yeah, why don't you go first then? I'll, no, you've got to keep okay, going fine. now. You got to transition to. So I picked Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, this isn't particularly surprising uh, for me uh, because I felt like um, it was just part of the whole package of the game. The this, the music is actually pretty limited for the most part. There's there's a lot of like no music in that game. It comes in perfectly when it's necessary to come in. And it comes in through just notes here and there, just a guitar twanging or a banjo or whatever it might be. And the um, 
and the, the few like actual big moments the game has well it has a number of big moments it it really builds up nicely and sort of all ties in but it all flows so naturally that it almost goes unnoticed and i suspect most people would notice it because it's at some points it, it does come out quite obviously uh, or rather obvious but the it's it's hard to describe because if i just make it sound like oh there's no music most of the time and then occasionally you get some twangs like why are you picking this game for best music <laughs> because it's it's the accompaniment to the game i think the the yeah. pairing i think that did it which is again why celeste i think was right. was like a one two contender here i think that's the it's that that marriage is what really sold it to me it's 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 a yeah, it's a it's a really tough pick. I think, I think would I go out and listen to the Red Dead outside of the game? Not a chance. Uh, yeah. Would I listen to Celeste? Probably. Yeah. Uh, would I listen to your pick? Probably. Um, the I think that's maybe the difference for me. But in the game, as far as marriage goes, it's aces. Right. Um, so my pick, it won't come to much of a surprise if you knew that I played this game last year and it's Persona Five. Yeah. I'm I'm still listening to the soundtrack today, and I would say. Um, I, I I do listen to the soundtrack because I love that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the music adds to the gameplay. It makes it feel so fun when you get into a fight. The music it just it just feels right, right, and it feels very exciting. And just I love I love the music in that game, and that really drove me. Um, that was that was a good like a core component of the game that made me keep playing that game was just listening to the music and getting into a fight and never got tiring and then you get into a different palace and it would change the different music and like oh man i'm I'm like i'm picturing some of the final uh music from kind of the final uh boss and all that stuff and it, it's so great i love that i can't music. wait I, soundtracks are my are my thing so i'm looking forward to hearing more music in it i i was blown away at how good it was either or, or as well uh i think i would find that you uh you really enjoyed it and to the point where you're listening to it and i thought it, it struck me as a little bit strange because honestly out of game i and out of context before i was playing the game it didn't make a whole make a whole lot of sense to me but mm-hmm. now it's it's just it's soothing and you're right because of the type of music is it's like acid jazz type music which i understand is a departure for the persona series yeah it's it's really upbeat and amazing yeah no uh that's a good choice it was um it was very good. Now I have runner up for most of my categories. I did not put one for this. If I was to put you on the spot and ask you for a runner up based on the games you played in twenty nineteen, too hard for of a music. Too hard. Um, Celeste. You know the one that I would. <laughs> oh gosh, good pick. Play Celeste. Yeah. Um, I'm aware. I would probably <laughs> say. I think I want to say Gree. It is not. Um, it's not it's not memorable necessarily um but that kind of game had just kind of atmospheric mm. um music to it um i can't i can't think of one that had like uh like i'm really just like scanning through my list really quickly to see which ones um return of the oberdin actually although didn't change the music much um i have so much to say about the game uh but th- the music was pretty pretty fun in that uh the trailer's yeah. music sound, sounded pretty yeah fun. it's it's yeah. a pretty fun it, it i don't i mean there's probably only two or three tunes in the entire game but the music in that is just kind of very fun like uh, thematic and and kind of uh, add to it you're not really paying attention to that much because it's just kind of happening all the time and, and the transitions between the um uh what you do in that game uh but i it's probably return of the Overdin is probably my runner-up i think 
uh, just thinking about music some more, uh, the Untitled Goose Game. Uh, actually, as I was describing Red Dead, I was thinking about it as well, because it's very similar, actually. It just kind of puts notes in here and there, and the music yeah. and the quality of the sampling like and how it plays out is is brilliant. It's right. nice. It's just subtle. It just fits. It's it's pretty great. Um, yeah, but good, good best music, I think. I feel like there's probably a... I, maybe I should have put together a list of five or six runner-ups because I, I was so passionate about, and I didn't realize it until I was sharing like these lists of, of games on the Switch <laughs> that I'm like, oh yeah, this one's got a really good soundtrack. Yeah. But like uh, Cadence of Hyrule, a game that I haven't been able to get into that I just learned as a two-player mode that should make it much more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, uh, just loading up the main menu screen for that game is is just, I could just leave that running. It's got a nice... It's all variants on all the Zelda tunes, and it's yeah. brilliant. And then you've got Katana Zero. I I bought that uh, at one of the sales for the eShop of last month, and I just threw it on the other day just to quickly check it out with the kid. And the holy smokes, like, amazing. <laughs> I yeah. was really blown away. And then I threw on Hotline Miami, another game I picked up over the eShop <laughs> holiday, because uh, I'll get to all these games, right? I need more of these. Yeah, you do. The hot, oh my, I, I have listened, actually. It was uh, it was really interesting. It was a soundtrack I'd already listened to, and I've literally never played the game. Um, but I, I found the soundtrack at some point, and I heard a note, and I was like, "Wow, this is really good." And uh, and then I played the game, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is amazing." So Hotline Miami might get some play for me. Hotline Miami Two specifically because of the soundtrack. Anyways, I recognize it's the best music. Yeah, I'll we're, we're spending so much time on. I'll stick on with my pick, but uh, yeah, but yeah, it's good. Cool. What's cool. next? All right, best story. Um, I'll, I'll start this one. Uh, we'll take turns. Uh, this one was tough for best story, actually. And one that stuck out for me this year um, is going to be maybe obscure for some people. It's called The Invisible Hours. And this is a, an interactive story. Um, and what was so cool about this one, it was originally a VR game. Uh, and then they released it and made it into a kind of just yeah non-VR game. But essentially, you you control you're just kind of like this third party kind of camera in the game and you can be anywhere in it's basically taking part on an island and you can go anywhere and there's like eight different characters i can't remember how many but you basically can go around and see the story from every single person's point of view and the whole point is you follow each person's story and fill in the gaps as you go around so like while there's like this overarching story uh in the whole game you find stuff out that other characters don't and it's a really kind of fun way to do it because some people don't know these things so you're kind of like well i know it because i followed this person into their room and found out the secret so i know the secret nobody else knows the secret and it's kind of it's almost infuriating at some point because you can't interact with the people you can interact with the environment to kind of find other clues and other things to kind of fill in gaps but um from an interactive story point I, i i really enjoyed it it was a really cool unique way to experience the story and i thought that it was a cool um thomas edison nikola tesla story a murder mystery um and i and i just really really enjoyed it i think i think having the narrative told through characters has become a, a sort of a popular way to tell stories um in a lot of games where you've got like a partner or whatever that helps some of the dialogue or whatever the case might be but hearing what you're describing sounds like a really neat way to sort of see the perspectives and and kind of allow yourself to 
pull the story together on your own? I, I I played many different like interactive stories. I've never actually seen this game, by the way. It's it's a it's a very uh, I I recommend it. It's a good experience. It's not overly long, um, and you do a lot of repetitive. So you control time. So you can rewind, fast forward, and then you can skip to another place in the time. So you kind of kind of follow one character. So you, the thing is, you're always kind of like, oh, I want to know what that character does. So you sure. follow that character to the end, and then you go, wait, but what did that other character? Yeah, do? yeah. And rewind and go back oh, to that. It's good. really fun. Um, but I played it some other ones. Um, I want to mention Virginia just because there is it's it's not spoken. The entire story is, is you you it's an interactive story. You control your character, but there's no um, voiceover. There's no dialogue. It's all you interpret the story purely based on the action. So like inside and, was that way for us, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, it is a it is a very cool way to tell a story, and, yeah. and you really get to the end, and you kind of have to determine. What, what happened? happened yeah like it's not it's not clear cut it's a very great. cool Virginia, way of just yeah. being like at the end you're like oh my goodness what happened um and then i'll just say um i, I did play last of us which is considered a very kind of uh i heard it's got a couple game. of good popular reviews. very yeah. good i it, it, it the, the gameplay wasn't like totally my thing because scary games aren't my thing so I, I struggled a little bit with that part of it uh, but the story was pretty good and i just finished batman telltale series and that story uh, was surprisingly very good too so runner up yeah i think i think the the beauty of us having a list of the games that we played this i feel like it's, it enables us to well our memories obviously fade a little bit the enables us to remember some of the earlier games so we don't necessarily stack rank something or rather rank things higher because we did them more recently and they're more fresh in the memory um for me uh golf peaks best story no, I'm just. <laughs> you know, I saw that. I saw that on my list, and was like, "That's what I'm picking for story." Golf yeah. Peaks. Golf Peaks is a fun game. It is not a story game. It no, is a it's not. Game. Although it is all how you interpret it. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a really deep story, but you got to really dig for it. I mean, yeah, there is something to be said for it's as deep as you make it. It's for the cards, yeah, that you play to to swing your club. Uh, so, uh, no surprise here. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two best story um this was a tough choice for me to be, to be frank there's a lot of good stories this year i think i think for me um uh, red dead redemption uh is a, a prequel uh to or rather red, red red dead redemption 2 is a prequel to the first and the uh stories based around like the 1890s or so when the west was starting to become uh less lawless less wild west and i think it's a real story about a group of individuals who have a tough time coming to terms with that um and they're still very much outlaws and they're they're kind of faced with a world that is not really tolerating that kind of behavior anymore um which makes for a great game um but a tough a tough life um and i felt like the way that uh, rockstar was able to put together the story um, and put together the struggle that your your main character goes through um, was one of the best stories that I've just ever been a part of. And it, I mean, I could go on and on about Red Dead Redemption Two from like a gameplay perspective. I really, really enjoyed the game because it really lets you do it at your own pace, as a lot of Rockstar games do. Um, and it has a lot of content that helps bring you into more of their world because they've created such a dynamic world and one that has well, I'm sure a lot of the events are scripted. They don't feel that way. Um, and they all tie into sort of building this world. And I felt like that 
really is what made Red Dead the the game that it is and why it, it was so popular and well I mean Rockstar games in general are so popular but it was why I think it was on so many so many people's lists at the end of uh, last year um and so for me because I finished this in I think it was January or February um the why well, it's on my my list this year it's a hard one to top um I think the way that they the characters are just so well animated and just the way that they deliver their it is a first top rate triple a you know acting delivery from all the characters it it just it's it's a difficult one to compete with and while the i would say you can you've there's other games with more fidelity in the characters like uh like detroit become human might technically like look a little bit better it doesn't have the open world or the world building that this game has and and the and actually that's another game that has some great story to it but the um it's it's that I think it's the world building and then the story that gets told within that is is sort of what really draws you in. Anyways, I think I've said the same thing twice now, but like essentially that's why my pick is there. It was tough for me because of things like Uncharted Four, which also had a great story. Um, I think it would probably be my runner up in the sense that it was just a fun story. Can, um, yeah. Can I ask you, Uncharted Four? Um, you know, is compared to uh, kind of a Tomb Raider esque sure kind of franchise like it's basically like the answer to tomb raider in a sense like i get the sense like that's kind of the what it's compared to i i don't know if it's a i mean i guess so I, interestingly enough they're both they both kind of started on sony's playstation so i, I don't know so. if they were intended to compete but i sure. mean they're, they are similar in a lot of ways they're i guess my question is uh so you say like uncharted 4 stuff um tomb raider stories while decent oh, decent yeah. um i wouldn't say are like yeah, no, there's you know, a lot at the more forefront. Do you think there's more character? For, okay. for sure. Right. Yeah. No, I think it's a it's a really well it's a well put together story, and I really enjoyed it. Okay. I I think if any if anything, the game just fell down a little bit on gameplay for me. Um, yeah. it wasn't terrible by any means. Like by no means, it's yeah. it's good in all the categories. But it's just sure. if you if I was to nitpick, that's the area where it wasn't as strong right. as where Red Dead. I felt, you know, aside from some some buttons that were not obvious buttons to press in certain events. Yeah. Uh, it it did a it did a really good job. Okay. Should we move on? Yeah. Uh, I, and actually, I didn't realize this when we were talking earlier, but best no-ending game, and you put a really good one on there. I actually forgot about it when I was making this list because I didn't have it on any of my lists of games that I've played this year. But so let's talk about it. Yeah. I this So best no-ending game is a tough one uh, for me, uh, for sure. Because yeah, because you don't really play these. I guess I don't. No. Uh, the only reason I'll play a no-ending game is that um, for kind of to play with friends um i don't really get into them um just because they're either time sucks or i'm not really that interested in playing any of these like online multiplayer games by myself uh i'd rather play something with friends and so my pick of the year is uh sea of thieves yeah uh picked it up only like a month ago i think about that yeah not that long ago uh it was on sale it was a anniversary thing i think yeah Uh, a friend of ours was like let's do this and i went without really thinking we played the beta uh in 2018 when it came out yeah so i think and he we, had it i had it already because of the game pass thing and i did not i just played the beta when it was free right um and we kind of played a little bit i was kind of interested back then we didn't really get into it didn't understand what we were doing and it kind of fell flat this year uh it's been a year of um additional content um and oh man i've had so much fun with that game that game has kept me up so late at night 
to, to like one o'clock in the morning and actually one of our friends who plays it with us is typically an not he does not stay up online that late um but he's committed because you're constantly trying to like completely you know turn in all your your gold or whatever you got um it has created some of the best gaming stories um within the group like just thinking the next morning the first thing i want to do is just tell my wife like oh, what we did last night whether she cares or not i'm like yeah. oh my goodness our yeah i did this with my kids as well ridiculous. I, would, I would relive the pirate tales from the evening before oh yeah. so funny like how terrible yeah. our pirating was yeah to like have our boat sink on our own it was like tough. multiple times yeah. but it was so great and it's actually one of the it's it's the most fun i've had with one of these no ending quote-unquote games uh since uh knights of the old republic and I played that. That was the last one I played. I sunk a lot of hours into that, and I played with a friend. Um, That's and, more of an MMO. Yeah. This one is a weird one. This yeah. one is definitely not it's, the same style. This one is a very, like, build a crew. You start off with a boat. You uh, you fill it with supplies, and you go out pirating. And you decide. You pick up missions however yeah. you want. And, and everybody else that's playing this game is doing the same thing. Yeah. So I think... And I haven't played EVE Online, although the, well, the stories are kind of fascinating about how EVE Online works. But the, I understand it's very similar as well. It's basically an entertaining game because of the people that play it. Right. And Sea of Thieves is no different. There's very There are some NPC stuff, but it's not the interesting stuff. The interesting stuff is interacting with other people. And the other people is where... Um, I think this game is just a giant sandbox. So if you, yeah. were to, if, like, if you were to go into this game solo, I mean, you'd have to be pretty dedicated, I think. I don't think it'd be very much fun. Uh, p- people find fun in it i don't think so like, no, I, I think i wouldn't want to with, play it uh two three four people is uh is perfect it's just uh it, that's what makes it fun right um you know when you, you know someone has uh, volunteered to be captain yes vo- volunteered quote yes. quote um and then you know when you ask for a direction he's off the boat yeah he's gone he swam to the island you sure. have no idea where he is and he's done his own thing and you're yeah. like what what no so, like all that stuff is just so much fun like yeah. uh i love being like the worst uh crewmate personally <laughs> like that's, that's yeah. probably my favorite aspect yeah of just game being is, called out for your incompetence yeah it's great it's perfect yeah i know <laughs> it's it's a great it's a great but but more importantly like i i probably don't get as much joy in the actual gameplay of this game it's just not super interesting to me but the camaraderie and the fun yeah. and the things and the fact that i can still like do some things that are, are helpful for the crew it's 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 fun and the group that we're playing with is, is fun so yeah and i was reading I there's a lot of stuff we have not touched on that sure. apparently is very good cool. including fishing Something i avoided it because i was like why would you fish right sure. but apparently fishing is like so good that uh you know crews will be there's a guy out in the boat back of the boat constantly just fishing because it's just a fun thing to to do anyways uh see if these i i didn't have a lot to choose from uh you know anthem was another one technically that was a no end game but that one kind of fizzled right. pretty quickly um but yeah see if these uh actually enjoyed a lot this year yeah i i'd written down one game for this and actually i think uh in retrospect after having given it some more thought over the last couple of days i think i would change it i originally wrote, wrote down super mario maker 2 i think because i did spend a fair amount of time with it i did play a lot of the online missions or i guess uh levels that get made um for those that aren't familiar super mario maker is a you essentially get to create your own super mario levels and you get to go through any of the different genre uh, sort of uh years of, of mario so you can make like the old retro 8-bit stuff all the way up to sort of current level 3d land type type stuff and the uh quality of the levels that get made online are pretty neat now i played through the whole story mode which is probably about 15 hours or so 
um, to finish all those levels and get a reasonable amount of gold so you can buy all your upgrades. Um, but past that, it's really just playing online or making your own levels. I don't have a super amount of interest in making levels, but I really loved playing other people's levels. Yeah. And so it's got a whole bunch of that. And essentially, if you like Mario and you like to just play new levels, this is the game for you. And they just released a content patch for it. I haven't actually checked it out yet. I should do that where you can, I think, turn into Link. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, and it's got a bunch of new tile sets and whatnot. So I'm sure there's some great levels. And I will say the other aspect of this, I spent a fair amount of time watching some top streamers playing this game because it was really enjoyable seeing like my goodness like the amount of skill and the 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 dedication that these folks have to like getting through a level like they'd be at them for for weeks and i remember showing some folks like the like the highlights of them getting through the level and you'd watch them do it and when they're successful of course it looks flawless but you know getting there took took them a while yeah but man like the timing of these things it's just it almost seems obtuse i can see it for some people but i really liked it but this wasn't the game uh i think i think uh <laughs> I think really what it comes down to is the time I got uh, to spend with my kid playing Fortnite. And I, not a game that I, I think you and I played Fortnite a couple matches like yeah. a couple years ago. Um, never really kind of fizzled, never really got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I tried it a couple other times before, um, before this, uh, before 2019. And in 2019, I played it a fair amount more. Uh, I think I was up to like 90 hours or 100 hours for the year. But uh the game is is actually really fun and i had so much fun again it kind of came down to who i was playing with right right? and being able to share something that that uh, he's excited about and that i can play um i felt like that was a it's a it's a fun thing that we can do together and um and being able to actually like he's actually probably better than i am um and he's fairly young still so like that uh well i mean i've great hopes for him now but the uh, he'll, he'll go pro no anytime i'm sure but like uh but like like actually adam was rubbing his hands there just yeah, like, yeah. Ooh, yeah yeah but they overall like it's just a, an amazing feeling to be able to like to share some of this like one of my favorite pastimes with my kids and yeah. uh, and i think as they get more and more into the ages of like prime game playing, I think I'm seeing more of that. So for me, I think that's probably it. I also uh, remember that I was, I did touch back into world of Warcraft a bit uh, with one of the other kids where the um, world of Warcraft is is a game. I Did we, did we figure out how to roll? I roll on podcasts. No, we haven't. No, we we still haven't. Okay. But it's, it's it's definitely my top play game period of my life. (laughs) Um, and, and that's okay. And it's okay. I'm, you know, I'm going to, most people probably are listening to this, have played a lot of world. I'm the only one who's never actually played world of Warcraft. Well, it's on the PC in front of you, so we'll get that fixed. So, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, but I, but I played a bit there as well. We, I think we're level 25 or something now and kind of making our way through. I've again, played a lot of it. So I'm, uh, very familiar, but kind of seeing it back through, uh, you know, youth, yeah. uh, youthful eyes and whatnot is it's pretty fun. So, what I kind of learned is this no-ending game. I've I've departed from them. There used to be games that it's basically all I played. I played a lot of Counter Strike. I played a lot of Hearthstone. I played a lot of WoW, uh, Diablo, um, Starcraft. These are all almost every Blizzard game. Actually, come to think of it, is all which is a lot of games I've played. They're all endless games, and I think I kind of parked them um, a couple of years ago and said I want to start playing some different experiences. So I started playing a lot of these, like I can finish it, 
um, <laughs> theoretically. <laughs> yeah, theoretically. Yeah. Uh, and anyways, so that's kind of where we're. No, but I think that's a, it's the a transition I've made. I think that's a good point. I well, the experience of playing the game uh, is just as important as the uh, the actual game itself. And I think with no ending games, I think you know, I played all of those back in the day when I was at BCIT. Um, you know, uh, playing Counter Strike. Uh, day of defeat all that stuff i played it tons i had a friend we used to play it all the time and that was what made it fun i never played it by myself i had no interest in playing by myself but it was like having a connection to have someone play and i had a really good time with it right um the most recent one uh, overwatch in the last couple of years i yeah. picked it up because everybody else was kind of playing it like fun it was, social it was okay it was yeah. it was mostly for the social aspect i wasn't like super yeah not big my... on the game i i think it's just that there's an aspect of that that there are certain people who get really into it and strategy and all that stuff and i just could care less that's i just want to go in and just like have fun and that's where like sea of thieves was great um uh, you know knights of the old republic i had a friend who was playing um and we we, we both kind of were playing at the same time but it was actually a great way to connect and we just started playing that together and man that was a lot of fun if i i don't know that i would have played it a lot by myself he yeah. was actually the reason that got me well, that's, play it. that's and that's the thing. It's it's that connection. I think it's the endless games generally are more social games. Uh, yeah, generally, not all of them. No, uh, and, and some people play it competitively, and and, and sure. they really just like playing the game. Yeah. Um. I I think. But even Hearthstone for me was a very social game yeah. because I got uh, connected with with one of our friends uh, a fair amount more as a result of playing it, and yeah. we challenge each other and watch each other and spectate and coach each other, and that's the. That's the stuff I play games for, right? Like, yeah, this is why there's a measured distance between me and, and our mutual friend. Right. Because I won't. I haven't given any of those at the time of day. That's a shame. You know, and, you know, I've come to accept that. And I think he's just come to accept my faults. <laughs> faults. <laughs> at least you recognize their faults. Yeah. So, best looking game. Oh, am I going first? Um, because I already know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jacob, you go first horizon zero dawn the frozen wilds now i completed the the horizon zero dawn last year uh 2018 uh, but i got to play the frozen wilds earlier this year so it kind of snuck in uh, honestly um from uh i'm not usually one to care about the look of a game um and i'm not really necessarily talking about the graphics but uh it's one of these games i really liked this mix of primitive yet futuristic technology it was like the mix of the two uh, and it was a really, I just really liked the environment. I really liked everything that you kind of found in that. It was like this, ah, it was a very cool looking game. And to me, uh, one of the best looking games that I played uh, this year. And, 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 and the, the DLC was a significant piece, like, a, uh, like at least 20 plus hours. Oh, wow. Um, I'm pretty sure I got that right. Um, you know, the way I play it, I had 100% it, right? Sure, sure. Um, oh, but so, yeah. it's, so it's six hours. But yeah, 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 yeah. Six hours of story, uh, twenty hours of a collectible of collecting things. Yeah, yeah. But um, ah, it was great. I mean, I really enjoyed that game overall. Uh, but I just really, you know, um, uh, post-apocalyptic style games are uh, tend to be a little bit drab and depressing. Um, and it wasn't really. That's not really this game. It's pretty bright. It's very bright. It's yeah. it's it's more like an overgrown you know it's it's it's, i mean it's very futuristic in the sense that like the um world was destroyed many years before you're at this point so the idea is that everything is just overgrown yet you have this technology there but everybody's very primitive in how they utilize it it's it's a very odd kind of combination i I really enjoy it 
Um, All I've seen so far is raptors and horses. I, oh, I know, so I know more comes. I've seen some tech uh, videos on it and how they basically got away with giving the game the beauty it has in, with the limited amount of power that the PS4 has. Yeah. Um, limited, unlimited, whatever. Like, yeah, it, it, it's obviously quite powerful, but but they essentially only render what's in sight and kind of how the camera swings and, and things like that. And probably a lot of games work this way, but I wasn't aware mm-hmm. uh, that they're only rendering on the fly yeah um because they can't possibly because of the amount of detail they can't possibly render everything and maybe this is a new tech at the time i'm not sure yeah. but it uh it was kind of fun to see how the game was actually put together the game is is quite beautiful yeah it's a really cool game um yeah. and i'll just say my runners up for this year uh gree however yep. you want it g-r-i-s yep. uh beautifully painted uh game yeah just beautiful it made me uh think of um like child of light i uh, was a cool looking game Sound kind of that idea to me so far you said the soundtrack's good too might of be, what uh, of three yeah, yeah. Ooh, i hope i'm not wrong about that mm. um <laughs> i'll let you know but it made me think of child of light the child of light also has a great soundtrack that i listen to all the time right um uh, but that art style is a very beautiful game knights and bikes uh i'm putting it out there uh probably most people didn't even know about this game i've been this is this is my shakedown hawaii right i've been waiting for this game for uh several years it's been on my list uh just released last year um and it's a small little indie uh company out of uk i believe but mm-hmm. it was um it was uh distributed by um or is the producers whatever you call them uh double fine which is one of my top developers uh because of um tim Schafer. but uh the game it looks really fun it is kind of hand-drawn style art uh and very fun animations and, and a co-op like, game it's a co-op game yeah. yeah uh has its quirks has its bugs i mean it's sure. a little indie game um definitely or they probably fixed most of it because i played it when it was first released um yeah. hilarious game i uh, really like the art in it um and i just plug it as a runner-up because i think it's worth looking at very Anyways. cool yeah okay um big drum roll please adam <sighs> Best looking one. game of 2019. <clears throat> so I'll preface it with uh, the fact that uh, there's a thread on Reset Era uh, that I follow, and it gets a it gets a new thread each year. And it's the uh, they have a console version and they have a PC version of uh, screenshots. And I really really enjoy it because um, I guess a thought I had at one point because there's a lot of tools that you can use on the PC to manipulate uh, camera views or or get textures of screenshots to be different in the screenshot. There's like the, all these third party kind of hack tools to be able to remove the camera from right. a fixed perspective to be able to take different shots within the game. Yeah, and like the whole concept of being a like photography has always been of interest to me, but being able to do in-game photography is very appealing. Um, and I think. Uh, so a game like Spider-Man, for instance, which had a, had probably one of the better in-game camera systems and yeah. manipulative, like able to manipulate the image in, in a lot of different ways, uh, was really fun for me because I just love taking those types of pictures with the with the thought that if I ever got some really good ones, I would take these and print them out and throw them in a frame and put them on the wall. Because, I mean, gaming is a part of my life. And honestly, I think most people uh, from some of the shots I've seen, you wouldn't even be able to tell where they were from. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're pretty neat. Um, that being said, I've played a lot of really good looking games this year. So it was, it was a really tough one to choose. I mean, you've got games like Luigi who like just have a real polished look throughout, uh, the, the new Zelda has a really neat art style. Um, yeah. I wouldn't put it as the winning thing, but it was, they did such a phenomenal job redoing, uh, the Zelda game that, um, I think that's worth a mention. Uh, Detroit Become Human is, uh, just an amazing, like next level performance as far as like 
capturing what people look like and how the story sort of interacts there. It was really good. Um, Uncharted 4 and our Red Dead Redemption 2 probably are, are a close hmm. tie. I would say um, both games created a lot of screenshots for me. Yeah. Um, and which basically means that I thought they were probably the better looking games of the bunch. Honestly, it's a good point. Um, uh, you know, I didn't even bring it up, but all, all of the games I just mentioned, Horizon Zero Dawn, definitely took screenshots yeah. all the time of that game and yeah. they had a really good photo mode where you oh, they change did? the character okay. and like their poses and how they yeah you could do a lot of stuff in that game great and 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 it spoke to the environment and and the look of the yeah. game so i loved it gree also took so many screenshots of that i couldn't stop because every time i would come up to a scene and i'd be like holy cow that looks beautiful and yeah i would just take a screenshot of it um and honestly nights and bikes i did the same thing because i would just this hilarious scene that was like hand-drawn i just loved it and i kept taking screenshots of it so you know, uh, it, it, it speaks it speaks volumes because now with the consoles, especially especially the consoles like Switch, I love the Switch for the 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 screenshot. Yes, PS4 could be improved. I, I'm not a fan it, of it. It could be better. It's, it's not a terrible, weird menu. Set. I just want to yeah. hit the button. Yes. I don't want you to come up with the thing. Actually, I was looking through my screenshots just the other day, and I noticed that some of them in the like my actual screenshots that I like I just have a private Twitter to get them off my systems. Yeah. The um, uh, I noticed that the the little PS4 like icon is in the top left corner in a couple of them. I'm like, oh gosh, that was not intentional. But the as some of the Red Dead one or two ones, for instance. Yeah. So Red Dead uh, Redemption Two, I have so many photos out of that that I could literally print and frame. And mm-hmm. you like, I don't. I think a lot of people would be hard pressed to, to say that that wasn't a photograph or something at yeah. at a at like some immediate distance. Um, it's probably the best looking of the bunch as far as like technically amazing looking as far as like art style goes there's a ton of game like persona 5 even is a gorgeous oh, yeah, game yeah. right like they're just different styles I, I i agree though i think it's hard to measure up like red dead redemption 2 is kind of a technical marvel um but there's art style like with with, with grizz or green you know you know why persona 5 mm. uh, didn't win because i don't let you take screenshots this is true actually i hate that you're about to- Persona Five. When you're talking and you know why they do it, that yeah. i had to read up on it because of spoilers they're oh. so worried about you spoiling the story through right. screenshots, oh but I'm gosh. like, oh, just I'm why? entirely unrelated, but I went to the Fire Emblem subreddit the other day for some reason. I can't remember why. And I saw one picture oh. with two characters and two words coming out of one character's mouth. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> so maybe this, maybe, maybe they've got this right. They probably, this do. is why you shouldn't screenshot. Yeah. I just want it for my own reason. You know, it was, I think was only detracting from them not allowing it was the fact that it always popped up. I don't know if there's a way to remove that on the PS4s from having that pop-up show up that you can't record at that stage. Yeah. Um, because that was kind of annoying. Every time that it comes up and tells you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was... Uh, I think that was probably the best... Um, the best looking would be Red Dead. I think that's where the screenshots, I think, became became the most frantic for me and i yeah. spent the most time taking i mean pictures. i yeah I, you know you just started mentioning other games this year that um uh that we uh that we played and uh, there's a lot of i mean even even um uh you said zelda i that it kind of it's a very neat art style there's very good looking games all, all around i mean i don't play games year. that are not good looking so no yeah, good looking and and good soundtracks and good soundtracks yeah, is yeah. the only thing you play to be fair actually I, I, was, I was kind of looking through my list there most of the games i played were pretty good well i games. don't i mean 
yeah i mean this day and age it doesn't i guess it's not playing games that are great that's yeah they're only great beauty of it right so anyway they all have their own art styles i I mean i think the thing is best looking doesn't mean that it has to be like photorealistic no um by no and that's not and that and i will just say that that's not why i'm choosing horizon zero dawn even though you could argue that i just chose like a very technically like a technical marvel of a game but but yeah. to me the the just the whole world itself and everything how they did it yeah. um to me was a really and that's cool where i think red dead gets it like everything just feels very organic yeah. I and mean, when you take a picture like i was looking through my pictures i've got some pictures of just like moseying down the road or whatever and it's they're just like they look like somebody was on the side of the road and took a shot like, yeah it's just yeah it's what it also it's like jives with you like what you kind of uh, of course to uh, yeah. as well because definitely there's some really good looking games uh that we played last year all, all right, right. I was going to say all right as well. We've got two categories left. Most uh, disappointing. Most I'll, disappointing. I'll go first. It's super controversial. Let's do it. I, I don't really understand your pick. No. Nope. I'm, I'm makes prepared very to, little sense. I'm prepared gonna, to listen to I'm your explanation. I, I, had a, I wasn't really disappointed in most of the games that I played this year. In fact, I thought all of them were pretty great. So, uh, again, having the luxury of just playing great games. Um, but Fire Emblem. I think it's probably my most disappointing game and I'm currently actively playing it. So I haven't finished it, but the, I feel like I'm far enough into the game where, where I can maybe, maybe measure some of it, of it. The game is great. The disappointing part comes from the fact that I don't find it particularly challenging. And so the tactics part of the game, so just full disclosure with this game, I played about seven hours of it and I, there's essentially two different toggles you can do in this game you can make it normal or hard and now they have a mad maddening version which i think i don't know if it's only available after you finish it um, but it's essentially extremely difficult and most of the people on the fire emblem subreddit which i was on for five seconds uh apparently think seem to think that that's the one for them the uh but i think the recommendation i should have gone with uh was set as a hard um as far as difficulty goes and then there's a normal or classic mode and the normal mode will um make it so if somebody dies in a particular battle that they're not actually dead dead and they'll come back in your next battle or come back to town with you the classic version they're dead and they're no longer with you at all and i started the game that way with it was normal classic and how i let anybody die i don't know because now i'm so much better at the game and i have a very good understanding of it and i nobody dies ever and i literally just destroy everybody because it's on normal and so it's not super fun that way um and i think maybe in classic even when somebody dies the story for that person still exists they just don't come and join you in battles anymore right um i don't know that for a fact but i think that's might maybe the way it plays out so i think the disappointing for is really just the fact that i was given the advice to by the way to play it on hard uh and normal um and i should have done it but i didn't because you I, mean hard and classic right? uh, no so i started it on on normal classic and then i went to uh normal normal yeah, whatever whatever it is where, where people can't yeah, die yeah where, where people can't die and so that's what i'm on right now yeah. with just sort of regular normal mode and what i should have done is put it on hard which would have made the battles more interesting because right now when i'm playing through it and at the stage i'm at i'm my character's around level 25 um i'm finding that just everything's relatively trivial and literally Bioleth, who's your who's your main character just one shots everybody and so it's like well, I generally, in most RPGs mm. that I play, I like to overlevel a little bit because I really kind of enjoy sure. destroying things, yeah. like just obliterating them. I find that it's just removed the joy of the tactics piece. The story pieces are still all very good, yeah. It, but it's almost like I'm. I wish there was a so way. So you've to fast created this. I created it for myself, yourself. and I was told that this to, to do it this way. But 
I think my the reason I hesitated to do it was I thought hard might be too hard for me and I want to enjoy the story. Yeah. And I didn't feel confident enough that I could handle I would, hard mode. And turns out I probably would have been just fine. Yeah, well, like I mean, I would I would have picked normal myself, sure. not knowing. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I don't think I'll get to play Fire Emblem because it's just, I, there's an aspect of, I don't, I'm not really into the strategy the aspect tactics of it. Piece, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm not really interested in it. But you're uh, right. So for me, the most disappointing was the fact that I just, I kind of went down the wrong path. But yeah. And so I did play the game for about six or seven hours on the one mode. I had mm-hmm. a couple of people die. And I was like, oh, this this isn't, isn't working for me. I'll restart. So I did. And now I'm, I think I'm like 25 hours in or something on the yeah. new, the, the new save. But maybe, maybe, maybe it ramps up. I don't know. I, I'm... I've heard it doesn't. <laughs> huh? So, but we'll see. And I understand there's a major event that's about to happen, I think. So uh, I wonder, maybe I, that'll change things up. It just seems, it does seem kind of crazy that the normal to hard is such a drastic change oh, i don't know that it is i've never played hard so i couldn't well uh, talking to a friend who is a big fire emblem yeah. it does sound like hard uh, you know can become challenging like he's he is at a stage in the game where it, it, it he's like oh yeah it takes me a long time to get through a battle because you got you really so, got to think about it yeah so like it just sounds it, I, I, and i'm purely basing this on what you have said right and what he has said and my perception of what he said about it might be wrong i just might be wrong about it um but it just kind of did sound like it was either like oh it's a walk in the park or it's actually quite difficult well the subreddit thinks hard is also extremely easy and that mm, one would maybe. only play on maddening i'd be i, I wonder though from <laughs> these fire are, emblem these are, these are people that are you know, on like, subreddit for fire emblem so yeah well i'm talking to our friend hardcore. who is like big fire emblem, hardcore, like yeah. he is hardcore knows all the little mechanics sure. and everything is yeah, yeah so anyways fair. um that's understandable how about uh, you my disappointment of the year is The Witness. This is a game. Uh, it's a puzzle game. Yeah. Uh, it's a first person. Sorry, first person. Um, first person puzzle game. Um, super interesting. Very into it. I did finish it. Poured twenty five hours into it. I'm overall disappointed. Uh, I thought it was like uh, like a mist game so where there was a story there was a story behind it or not even not not i didn't need something that was told to me i i was just looking for something that uh like you kind of perceive the story through uh you unlock areas and stuff uh, unless i missed something completely there was nothing you missed something yeah like if i missed the hints to the story i don't know but there isn't the environments were very cool the puzzles were very neat but by the end i was very much just like i need to get through this game because like there's there's no mystery to it right it's just oh what does this unlock oh that's cool okay move on and so it just uh it was a disappointment because at my it got super high praise it's a very well regarded game but uh it's it's just missing a reason uh, almost to continue like it's a cool environment it's cool puzzles it's neat you have to kind of figure out the mechanics of each puzzle and kind of work it through yourself very cool i i did really enjoy it and i i spent i spent so many hours i used to i used to write down the puzzles right i would shut down the game so i, I probably spent more hours just because i would take down the puzzle and I would sit there with a grid paper and I would write them out and I would sit there oh, at man, like the breakfast paper. table while I'm eating breakfast yeah, and yeah. trying to work it out and, and then going, I figured it out and like, uh, can I can I boot up my computer real quickly? Because I, I want to know if I got test this the, right and I boot it up. Puzzle. I'm like, yeah, yes, yeah. I got it right. That's kind of cool. You know, so it was very cool in that aspect. But like after a while, I was just like, there's there's no, I wanted to like a kind of a bit of a mystery to this island and what it was and, and there really wasn't into it. Interesting. 
Um, I'll just say my follow-ups uh, or my runners-up, I should say. Um, Anthem was a bit of a disappointment. I was I'm a big Bioware fan, mm-hmm. and I thought I kind of expected uh, a bit more out of it. The, the solo story side of the game wasn't necessarily bad. It was a very like, oh, just talk to everybody in the town. Okay, you've you've progressed the story. Now go keep going, kind of thing. It it, it there was a disconnect between the play and the story, and it and it didn't really jive for me. So I just kind of uh it wasn't it wasn't great um and then red dead redemption not the second one the first one uh was a bit of a disappointment for me uh it got really high praise for the story i didn't i didn't think it was that great um and it it's it is an older game i played it on an xbox 360 it is uh very much in the style of the grand theft autos of those days which i played all of them mm-hmm. um but uh I, I got very tired of that formulaic Grand Theft Auto game back then. Um, I played all the way up to four. Um, so playing that was kind of like uh, just a reminder of that. So um, just a that's a runner up for kind of a bit of a disappointment because it was so well regarded. Anyways, we can move on to now. I'm just sorry. I read Adam's note for this. This is this is this is getting repetitive. Um, sorry best it's game okay. best game we're going to best game of 2019 red dead redemption 2 is on your list too it's yeah. so weird <laughs> yeah i didn't even play it but yeah. i had to pick it. i i feel i felt weird putting red dead redemption 2 as my best game but i honestly if i could make one recommendation of a of a game for somebody who's looking for a, a leisure game that they can kind of take their time with and do with the things that they want to do and have an amazing story and great soundtrack and and really triple a quality acting i i f- i feel like it's it, it's so good in every like it checks so many boxes except yeah. for a little bit of the controller button stuff i read an article about uh like intuitive design and i don't think the people who made red dead read the same thing <laughs> um because there's a few things that are just like i mean that was that was meme after meme about it, like it, punching it a was, horse or yeah you know or and, shooting someone accidentally when you wanted to just talk to them exactly yeah yeah Yeah, the whole like quick draw stuff also is a little tricky like i i could 100 percent look past all that stuff very easily though yeah 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 it was pretty great um so all in all that's my game i'm not going to talk more about it because i felt like you've talked a lot about it yeah but it's um i i don't i don't know how many like for me runners up is like most of the games that i have here i mean the as like as as far as like a well-rounded game goes yeah i don't know there's not a lot of other stuff that come kind of close to being the full package for me sure um and that's fun i mean it's what you played right that resonated yeah, yeah. i uh for, for mine this one was without a doubt uh going to be the return of the Oberdin. Yeah, um, I can't wait to play this game. This not game, on my list somehow for 2020. It needs to be there. Well, it's funny. I, I we were talking about Untitled Goose Game is not on my list yeah. for 2020. Neither is Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, um, it is in my quote unquote backlog because sure. I, I do want to play it. Um, but I, I didn't even consider it. Right. Uh, anyways, um, Return of the Oberdin is a detective style game. Uh, it's basically you are an insurance adjuster of some sorts and you you go to the Oberdin, which is a ship and you basically have to solve how every crew member died on the ship yeah the concept of this game like the idea of this game just it seems so funny and awesome and clever to me yeah you're an insurance adjuster that has to figure out how people died yeah 
and and you have a mechanic you you're given this timepiece that when you find a body it will transport you back to the time of their death and you hear maybe 5 to 15 seconds of the audio of the death and then a freeze frame of the scene of that person dying and you can walk around the scene uh, to a certain you're you're limited within kind of that area of the ship um, and you can look at the people and figure out an all, all, literally the point is identify every crew member and how they died and right. that is the game and there's like how many crew members are there oh gosh i don't remember there's like 50 and it's like a, like as you start to knock them 50. off it gets a little easier because you're you're removing some from no the it's like it's harder it's it's like a mix <clears throat> so it's basically like the first few are very easy because they kind of teach you the mechanic right. and you you have to get like four right before you are they're confirmed so you don't know you have them right until you get four i think it is so every four it'll be like congratulations you found four deaths and then you keep going and so you kind of have to figure this out And at the beginning you're like oh this is pretty cool and you kind of like i'm so smart at this and then you quickly get like the first handful um because they spoon feed it to you uh and then you realize how how am i supposed to identify these people they don't say their names and man it just you you kind of like you kind of it's really easy and you're like oh how am i going to do this and you kind of hit this valley where you're like i don't know how i'm going to do this but you spend some more time and you start going like Oh my goodness, it's this thing. You got to look, you got to look at the scene because there's things happening in the scene. You're concentrating on this person. Um, but then if you go back and revisit that scene and you look over to the right in the kind of the distance, you realize, wait a second, who, wait, weren't they in the previous scene? Oh my goodness, that's them. That's how they're dying. Like, right. it's, it's, oh, it's so clever. It is so good. It is exactly what I love about a video game. It's like, uh, the art style is bizarre. It is, it is two-tone you can choose different yeah, i've actually heard the art style kind of is, is a bit of a turnoff for some people i don't understand why yeah it i think it looks matter cool. it looks very Have you heard cool the same? i i think i think people I, I i could see that i haven't heard anybody right. personally tell me that but like i could see that being a thing because it, it is a two-tone it, it's 3d it's a 3d environment but it's meant to look like an old tandy computer kind of like right only two colors and you can change it to black and white or brown and black or whatever it is uh but the the game itself uh overall it it feels so satisfying when you solve these mysteries and yes some of them you're just going to be doing some guessing you're going to be like i don't i don't know it's got to be between these five people so you just kind of rotate and you got to kind of because you got to head your you got to kind of mix it and match it because you got to have four right so uh oh man it's so good and i played that whole thing and uh carrie and i did it together and it was great to solve it together because she kept picking out things that i hadn't even considered she'd be like well what about you know have you looked at the bunk beds and i'm like oh my goodness you're so smart uh yeah definitely uh was such a great game so uh not a triple a studio right uh by any means uh but over out of all the games of the year as the one um that i keep thinking back to and you played uh, this one on your switch uh, yes yeah. uh yes yeah. i actually own two copies of it but yes i played it on my switch ah, there you go i ended up buying a copy because I'm, I'm still working on getting my parents to play it because my mom is very into like crossword puzzles and things like that i think and you think this my parents would love it the, the problem is they have to play with a controller so that's what i have to teach them is how to use a controller but i think they would love this game cool. uh and so i just i can't speak too much about it i, need, I just want very to good i can't it. wait to get anyways to it myself, it's, yeah. it's very good the other thing is it it really triggered my love for naval and pirate stuff yeah uh so I like, of Thieves, too, like so. playing that right after sure. that i was like oh this is perfect this is this yeah. is getting me still into that and horatio hornblower for 
anybody who doesn't know that show, great 90s show with uh, Ewan Grufford, you should you should watch it. Anyways. Yeah, I think Not I just like, game. I like pirate stuff as well. I've enjoyed the Sea of Thieves, all the pirate talk. Yeah. Uh, I like pirate jokes. I know. Uh, I, oh, do I, so, I know you do. Yeah. It's good. Anyways, that's... Well, that's our. That, those, those are the list of. Year. That was a list of something. That was a lot of fun to put together. I think so. Yeah. It was tough. Uh, it was a good year. I, I mean, and we, we. You had a bigger pool to select from, I think. But um, but overall, uh, I think yeah. your picks are are pretty on point. I think it's neat to see the diversity between us. Um, you know, or rather, between Red Dead Redemption Two and all the games you played. Right. I I, I had a really good year of um, like kind of. I, I hate to use the word filler. But only in that um, I got to play a lot of like small games. Yeah, I noticed two that. to two to four or five yeah. hours games. A lot of those like where I could just like fill those in with a couple hours. And maybe like, I need to do a little more of that myself because I feel like I uh, there's a, there's a lot of cool short stories and yeah. these games don't they don't need to be super long to be no great, right like not at all. Uh, Donut County was the first game I played of uh, of last year. Yeah, um, I played it on my phone. It is a great little story, and it's really fun. And if you played, um, Kata, is it Katamari? Is that the one where you like roll around on yeah, a ball Katamari and the whole yeah. world? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. Yeah, uh, except you've got like a hole that expands, and you get to throw things in it and collect stuff. Yeah. So it's like it's almost like it reminds me a little bit of Luigi's Mansion in the sense that it's fun just to do stuff yeah. and interact in the environment, and the story kind of went along with it. And I think it was like a three-hour game, and it was great. I just needed to be a bit more of that. I did try. I wanted to make mention of. Um, I did try Apple Arcade this year uh, on my phone. Uh, there was a free month. Uh, I also let it go for one, one additional month. I've since canceled it, but the um, I think it's a tremendous value. I think it's six dollars Canadian. You get uh, or five dollars US. You get a uh, just a, a whole smattering of games, a cornucopia of games, if you will, from like all sorts of genres. And a few of the games that they have in there are games they sell on like the Switch and stuff for like twenty bucks, yeah. like Sayonara Wild Hearts, which. Is a game I started, but I didn't have it hooked up to a. Had it hooked up to a small TV, and I think the soundtrack in that game deserves uh, something more substantial, but like either headphones or a better um, stereo. So I paused it and I never got back to it. And it's a game that needs to be played, I think, and probably one I'll end up playing on um, Apple Arcade because it's relatively inexpensive. But uh, Golf Peaks, um, I played on iOS as well. Uh, sorry, I was talking about Apple Arcade. And I was thinking about the other golf game. Uh, is it called Golf It? No. Oh gosh, I know what you're talking about. I do too. What the golf? What the golf? What a crazy game! I want that game. It's it's terrible and amazing at the same time. I think I'm about fifty percent complete. Um, what I didn't realize when I first started, and I don't think most people would realize right away, uh, and I've heard others that didn't. Maybe I'm just justifying the fact that I didn't get it right away. <laughs> but uh, you finish your hole and you do the thing and then you kind of move on to your next hole. But uh, if you want to be a completionist, which in these games I like to, um, there's two more versions of that same hole that you need to do. So essentially for every level, there's three levels. Oh, that's cool. And um, it's ridiculous. The whole game is ridiculous. Like the whole game starts off with swinging a club and instead of the club hitting the ball, your whole character just goes flying towards the mm-hmm. hole. Yeah. And so the whole thing is just like one of them you swing a, a swing the uh, the golf club and you hit a house and it moves along or you I mean it's essentially a, a golf game in only theme only. Like it's yeah. it's basically a mockery of like you you think you're playing golf. You're 
Like yeah, and it's and it's well written in the sense that it, they've got lots of like every, at the end of each hole they'll have some pun on the way that it and I can't think yeah. of any of them at the moment as much sure. as I but I enjoy all the puns that they had in there as a yeah, avoid because I just don't want to make any corrections too many corrections for the next episode. <laughs> I'll try not to say anything. Yeah, um, but try to say but, nothing at all. <laughs> but that was really enjoyable. Um, and then they had a few others that I spent a bit of time on. Um, but I, I would I would offer to anybody uh, curious and who hasn't taken the plunge to look, you get a free month of Apple Arcade if you have an iOS device. It's I think it's worth a look at the amount of I think I think I'm I'm starting to really see a lot of value in these Game Pass subscriptions. Where and I think the thing that I was thinking about as well is you don't necessarily need to stay on these things. I think a lot of us are used to just paying a Netflix subscription every month and sticking with Netflix, but like as we get more streaming uh and as we get like game pass for xbox and all these types of like subscription services to large libraries i suggest that you subscribe to it for a little while and then and then just disconnect that one and go do another one that has the things yeah. you want rather than subscribing to them all because that would get very costly um but these game pass type stuff it, it's it's working for me and i because i'm kind of behind the curve anyways on playing right. the the latest games uh it's really working out and the xbox one every month new ones come on i'm like oh yeah bloodstained ritual of the night <laughs> uh recently came up on that for pc so i could potentially oh, play that good. which is a um which is a great way to play it as well so i think for 2019 i saw the i, I saw access to a couple subscription services and i think it's worth a mention just because they uh, and well, you did, and it's you did funny because well, I did EA, at the right? beginning. Yeah, yeah so EA got I me into a bunch of different games that I them, yeah. probably wouldn't have bought individually for a long time, and right. it and it forced me to just be like, I'm taking advantage of this for the few months that I have it. Exactly. And, uh, I got in when I look at that month. I did put my switch down basically, yeah. and it was just PC gaming. But I was just going through these games as much as I could, right. and I actually got to play a bunch. Like Mirror's Edge was on my backlog for years. It always right. looked like a cool game to play, and I finally got to play like that and the second one yeah and was i was like that neat. was great yeah you know and you and i used a technology that we hadn't before now i think it's built into steam now and built into other things that it right. didn't have before but we use something um, called parsec parsec yeah which is a, a pc type tool that allows you to do remote play essentially on somebody else's pc so long story short here is jacob would load up a game like unraveled on his pc yeah and i would just essentially remote connect into it and i could literally use my controller and i got the sound pumped through my speakers and at the latency it was almost completely minimal yeah we played a way out we played a way as well and uh, yeah marvel too yeah and that was and pretty incredible yeah those, those are the two I think, um, that we played mostly. I think the uh it was really well like it was an awesome way to play yeah. a co-op game that we didn't both own i had the subscription so it yeah. allowed me to just load up the game and then adam just loaded up parsec and basically it was like he was playing locally it was and and to think like unraveled is a bit of a timing based like platformer yeah. type game and it i really didn't have too much trouble with it, it was, no uh, no it was, it was a it was good way to play decent. those yeah. yeah yeah very cool Anyways, that was um, that was a list of something. Yeah, it was a list of that something. That was a, a, a long spiel. I think we'll uh, take a break and sounds good. Come back in a few minutes. Jacob, uh, welcome back from the break where we realized that we've been recording for a long time. A long time. This is a long episode. It is a long episode. Uh, so Adam and I have talked. And we've decided we're going to split this uh, episode in two. We're going to have a third episode uh, where we're going to uh, pull in the um, reminiscing over the last decade. 
because we were talking about it that's gonna we want we'll want to talk about there's that so much time. stuff and i, I think, want to talk about starcraft 2 and how, oh, how we and i think like just as a quick example starcraft 2 for both of us was a very different experience like yes. i i very much so. put in i'm gonna guess like probably like 20 40 50 times more time into starcraft 2 than you yep but you played all the all the campaigns and I didn't do that. Yeah. yeah. So like, there's like lots to there's lots to compare talk. and talk yeah. about. Yeah. So we want to give it the right time and and also give everyone who's listening to this episode a break. Yes. From our a voices, much needed break. You know, so you don't yeah. feel like, oh my gosh, I got to keep listening to this episode yes. uh, as we ramble more. Um, and then we'll also uh, throw in kind of what our uh, prioritized uh, backlog looks like for 2020. What are 2020? And we'll, so we'll pull that together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this has been a list of something. Yeah, uh, we did get our uh, best of 2019 for our uh, our picks. Yep, uh, it's been a fun episode. I really enjoyed talking through it again. Yeah, and I and, I and you know having doing not, this again, I was gonna say like having not recorded for a month, a month almost. Yeah, about a month. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I re- now remember why we were doing this. Yeah, it was, uh, it was good. So it was great. really great to, to talk about this. We've been talking about what a doing great the way to the start year. the year. Yeah. Yeah. This has been good. Well, uh, thanks to everyone for listening. This has been Outrun the Bear. I'm Jacob. I'm Adam. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks all. So.